Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. My name's Dan. My name's Jordan. And uh, we're here to talk about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yep. So yep, Star Wars Jedi Survivor picks up five years after the events of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Cal must stay one step ahead of the Empire's constant pursuit as he continues to feel the weight of being one of the last remaining Jedi in the galaxy. Awesome. And then uh, production info for this, it's developed by Respawn Entertainment, who of course made Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, they're known for the Titanfall series, Apex Legends. Uh, they've done a lot of stuff. And actually, they're heading even deeper into the Star Wars world. Uh, they also have announced an upcoming uh, first-person shooter in the Star Wars universe, oh. and also a Star Wars strategy game. So, like... What kind of strategy game? It's like, you um, know, real-time, turn-based something? I, it, I think it just said strategy. If it was turn-based, that would be fun. Hmm. Or real-time. I guess it really hmm. either is I'd be interested in. Yeah, I just don't know what other... What other versions of strategy games are there? I'm sure there's lots. I'm just kind of ignorant. Yeah, that's true. I, I would say the... I guess I've only played those two kinds of, like, yeah. a turn-based where it was, like, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom or what. Uh -huh. um, Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, uh -huh. that'd be that. Or um, real-time, like, a Age of Empires or something like that. Yeah. It'd be sweet if it was real-time. Yeah, that'd I'd be, buy that. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued by both of these because... Have you played the Titanfall games? Yeah, I played um, played the second one. My understanding is the shooting in that is like really good. Yeah, it's sweet. It's awesome. So I feel like them making a first-person shooter Star Wars game yeah. also sounds like a sign-me-up kind of situation. Yeah, Titanfall was super fun. It was, it was very good. Uh, I think, I don't know if it was only for Xbox, but I had it, I played it when I had my Xbox. I, th I think the first one's Xbox only, but okay. the second one is on like everything. Because I've thought about buying it because I'm like, I am i don't play tons of first-person shooters, but I'm like, if it's something where people are like, this is pretty cool, mm -hmm. well, then I'm interested mm, yeah. in that. And I think with Respawn, with these two games, uh, they're making stuff I like, so mm -hmm. I'd be interested to see what else they make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to look into those. I didn't, I didn't know they, they were doing that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, definitely cool. I'm glad Respawn is just... In on Star Wars and think that's good. And mm -hmm. Look forward to all that. Cool. So I, I guess with that, we can hop into some non-spoiler thoughts, give us uh, some general things about the game uh, without kind of spoiling main main stuff, but maybe give you a couple impressions. So uh, what do you got? Um, I think just very, very generally, I did enjoy this. Or I guess, yeah, I thought this was an overall better game than Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. I think there was more to do. It was longer more in-depth, I guess. Um, kind of just more of everything from the first game. So I think overall it's just a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they really built on the first game. Like, if you're someone who liked the first game, then this, like, turns that up and mm -hmm. says, we got more of that and more. Um, and I think if for some reason you didn't like Fallen Order, I don't know that this will change your mind. Yeah, no, you, I feel like you would not like it for the same reasons you didn't like Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I don't really know what you would get out of it if you didn't like the first one. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that I'd... I guess if you didn't like it, I don't know that you'd be here. Um, it's true. You probably wouldn't even be listening to this podcast. Yeah, or, well, or even, like, I've played this one and been like, I'll give it a shot. Like, yeah. Because, like, I guess with some series, it's like, okay, how are they, like, building on this series type? But this one is, like, it's part two. Like, it's the next, yeah. you know... It's Very linked. Yep. Yeah, super linked. Um, so I, I think that's something. I um I guess similar to what you're saying, 
I thought this really built on like the gameplay from the first game mm-hmm. in a fun way because like some uh, in the first game, right? You're like leveling up and you're getting better at the force and you're getting better at fighting. And here, you don't come in like a vin- invincible or something like that, but you come in clearly better than you started the first game, which uh-huh. makes sense because Cal's been you know uh, messing with the Empire for years now. Mm-hmm. Five, yeah, five years. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of that. So you come in with that. And so some of the things you can do, but then you're still learning new force stuff, mm-hmm. adding new things you can do, being able to play around in the environment more, all of that. Like, I thought gameplay wise, they took the cool stuff from before and were like, hey, we got more and here's new stuff, which yep. I thought was awesome. Yeah. And one of the one of the differences, too, is there's like a there's a hub world in this that's like a lot bigger than any of the mm-hmm. planets from the first game or this game. So you, there's a lot more like exploration on that main planet. So it feels there's like more secrets and stuff. More, it almost feels like more. There's, I mean, more side stuff. I guess objectively to do, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's true. There's definitely things on, uh, definitely in the whole game, but especially on the hub world, that I didn't even do. Like there are parts of the map that mm-hmm. I probably didn't go to or only slightly traveled through. Mm-hmm. Oh, also real quick, the map's a lot better. Oh like, yeah, it gives oh my you. God. It's way better than the first game. So if, yeah, if you good call. If you I'm... liked the first game but hated the map and didn't want to play it because of the map, they fixed it. Good but, call. Yeah, 90, 90% fixed it. There's still a little bit of wonkiness, but... There was one level where I had some weird stuff with the map where I was like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> um, but that was really rare, and it was I figured it out much quicker and was uh, a million times less frustrating than, I think, like level two or whatever it was on Fallen Order where you're, you just get really fucking lost, and you're like, yeah, what is going like the, on? Is that worth the caves in the first game? Oh, and they have fast travel now. Yeah, other they not in the first one? I don't remember that. Oh, you're right, they didn't, yeah. Because when you went through the caves, you had, you to, had go to go back. all the way back. And you were like, fuck, where am I? Yeah, that uh, shit uh, It didn't suck, but it was, it was super annoying. annoying. It yeah. was annoying. Yeah. Well, it sucked because your navigation was bad. Mm-hmm. If your navigation wasn't bad, it probably would have been okay. So those are definitely huge improvements, uh, I would say. Mm-hmm. Something I will say on maybe the more profile and order side is although this had the hub world like you talked about i liked the planets in the fallen order more than the planets here mm-hmm. not that the planets here weren't good but they they didn't feel as memorable in my mind as the planets you go to in fallen order where you're yeah. like here's this place and they did make them really unique where it was like okay this one looks like this and this one looks way different mm-hmm. and stuff but i don't know they felt more memorable as planets to me whereas these planets um i don't know Probably in six months, I won't remember the names of the planets, largely. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think they threw more into the hub world and then less into the planets. And mm-hmm. Unlike the first game where there was no hub world, it was just... Yep. Well, there's sort of not... I wouldn't say there's a hub world. Not there's a planet you went to the most, but it wasn't... It wasn't more, like this one's main planet. Yeah, it wasn't bigger by any means. See, I think you're right. I, I think they threw more into the, the planets in the first game. I think you, you can kind of you feel that. A little bit as you play through. They feel smaller mm-hmm. and less important than in the first game. Like, each planet feels really good. Like, really important in the first game. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and I guess that some of that was probably chosen by the kind of story they told here. Because this one, like, you are focused in an area. Whereas in Fallen Order, it did feel like, you know, you were more traveling around the galaxy. Yeah. So they, they did... Some of that is probably story reasons, too, even. But, yeah, I'd say that was something. I'll say also, I guess, so I thought this game, uh, which we'll talk about in a second, but had a great opening. I was totally hooked mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. And just like Fallen Order, Fallen Order, I remember feeling the exact same way when you first meet Cal and first run away. 
uh, from people and mm-hmm. had like a really cool opening level. So yep. two for two on these. I feel like both of these games have had a hook right in the beginning where I've come in, uh, especially with Fallen Order, I was like, I hope this is good, but I, I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, cool. It's, um, you know, quote unquote, Souls-like combat <laughs> plus Uncharted coming uh-huh. into the first game. I was like, sick. Yeah. It sounds fun. Sold. Yeah, I'm interested. And then this time coming in being like, all right, I like the last game. I'll probably like this one. But then it just like, I, I was like, you know, normal tempered maybe excited mm-hmm. and then after this first level i was like oh i'm in <laughs> yeah like it, it totally hooked so yeah great job respawn on two mm-hmm. two great openings that made me want to play the game yep agreed 100 percent. yeah this i think this well i guess i can't say this opening was better than the first one but i guess you just get to see more of like all right cal's kind of sweet now like mm-hmm. he's he's actually pretty powerful which yeah is cool. yeah definitely cool I think I like this opening more, which we'll get into why, but mm-hmm. I am um, not, not that I think they're like 1A, 1B. They're both mm-hmm. very close, but yeah. I would say also two of the better openings for games that I've played in general, probably mm-hmm. just cause like that hook just felt really in there. Yeah. You know, like if you were watching a TV show and it had a great first episode and you're like, Oh, I gotta watch the show now. Like uh-huh. that's what those felt like to me. Yeah. I'm trying to think of games that have had similar or better. Can't really. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima was pretty sweet. Ghost of Tsushima had a good one. Last of Us is opening. Was oh, good. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Uncharted 2 had a really good opening, if I'm remembering right. I think it's 2. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was pretty great. But <laughs> yeah. there have been good there have been good ones, but, you know, even, even thinking about these, I think that this is going to be one that really stays. Mm-hmm. For sure. Nice. Do you have any other stuff you want to say before we hop into... Nope, not, no non-spoiler thoughts, at least. All right, <laughs> cool. All right, we'll hop into our recap and kind of talk through this game. This is spoiler-filled, of course, so if you haven't played or care about spoilers, uh, aren't finished, whatever, hop off and come back, um, and we'll do kind of our deep dive into the game itself. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So <laughs> the game begins, and we find out that Cal has a new crew. So in Fallen Order... Uh, also at the beginning of this game, you can do like, a, you get a little recap of what Fallen Order was, mm-hmm. which I thought was helpful. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a while since we played it. Yeah, yeah, we probably two or th- probably three years, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Uh, so that recap was good. And there were some things that I still had in my head, but there were other ones that I was like, oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you had your old crew with like Seer, Marin, Grease. You were a crew by the end of the first game. And the way the first game left, I was like, oh, I wonder if we're going to end up in like a Mass Effect situation where you have your crew and you're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this game starts five years later. No, not yeah. not at all that. Instead, we had the same ship. Had the same ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still had the Mantis, but we've got a new crew. We've got Gabs. We've got Koob and Liz, Bode and Bravo. So this is Cal's group of folks that he's doing missions with and... What they're doing is they're going to Coruscant to steal information from this senator. So this senator has some prized information. And so Cal is like, all right, well, I'm not going to be able to get to him under normal circumstances. So what we're going to do is we're going to pretend like I got captured and then I'm going to be there and I'll be able to get this from him. (laughs) Risky. Risky maneuver. (laughs) Yeah, definitely risky. And maybe even shows that Cal's gotten cocky, I would say, like... This seems kind of stupid. Uh-huh. Like, 
of a move. Like, it doesn't seem like a total... Like, I think he knows it's a risky plan, but it might be more stupid than he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely get the sense that he's, like... Well, as the dialogue and stuff goes on in this intro, like... He's been, like, really fucking with the Empire for a long time. And Mm. he's kind of, like, sort of famous, I guess. Like, people know about him. So Mm. he's kind of like, oh, yeah, I can do this and get away. Yeah, that's true. He uh, he seems like he could be legitimately like a public enemy number one for the Empire, like mm-hmm. Cal Kestis posters on the wall kind of uh-huh. thing. Like people want him that he's he's done enough. And I imagine that yeah, there is probably some of like Cal's like yeah, I'm that guy. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's me. And so he gets in front of uh, the senator, and then he reveals, "Ha, just kidding. You didn't have me. I caught you." Yeah. Basically, kind of chaos ensues. Coruscant is like an imperial occupied place, but it's not like a base necessarily. Yeah. So I think it's where the Jedi Temple used to be. I think. Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. So some fighting ensues. You have to make your way into a ship because the senator's ship, like, basically gets stunned. Yeah, you like fry its system. Yeah. <laughs> Circuits some, some like. Science Star Wars word for it, mm-hmm. and then it can't fly. It's like stuck. It's yep. just kind of floating, and it's like in neutral, just moving. Right. So then you and your crew kind of get into action of okay, we need to break into there. Then we'll break into the senator's chamber and get these codes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do manage to do that. Ultimately, and you you meet the crew a little bit along the way, like your crew, and and then you get the information from the senator and you don't kill him, right? Um, yeah, you, like, take him hot. You're going to give him to... Because you're working for Saw... Saw Guerrero. Yeah, he's in the first game. Right. He's, like, the resistance leader mm-hmm. against the Empire. So you're, like, you get some background. Like, you're working kind of with slash for him. Mm-hmm. And your crew is... You've been with your crew for a while. Mm-hmm. And you've been, like, doing stuff for Saw. And this is a mission he's given you. Yep. So... You're kind of wrapping that but that up, but then uh, the Ninth Sister shows up uh, along with a bunch of Imperials. Ninth Sister, I thought we'd killed in the last game. I thought so too, but I guess you don't actually see her die. Right. So uh, she's back. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like kind of total chaos going on in this. When she shows up, your crew is unsuspecting. So in this, uh, Gabs, Coob, and Liz all get killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're seeing your crew just get slaughtered yeah and it was just i was surprised by yeah like it's like oh damn they're i thought you're gonna be with these people for the whole game that's what i thought too and even when one went down you're like okay we're getting hit and then you're like oh my god (laughs) yeah we're getting hit yeah Yeah. (laughs) they all get killed but then you have kind of a mini boss battle i'd say with the ninth sister and you actually kill her this time uh chop her head off right yeah i mean yeah, it's like a mercy kill kind of yeah. type of thing. But yeah, Cal kills her for sure. Cal kills her though. You all get to separate ships. So Cal, Bode, and Bravo are escaping. Then TIE fighters kind of pursue you. Bravo's ship gets hit a little bit. And then ultimately he gets exploded as you mm-hmm. escape. And so you get away in the Mantis. The Mantis is pretty hurt. And uh, Bode goes a separate way. He's the only crew member to make it out. With you, mm-hmm. and he goes somewhere else so that you guys aren't easier to track kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Wild opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Then the game starts. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, your crew's dead, your ship's damaged. Like, well, what now? Right, yeah. You just totally saw your 
mission blow up in your face, what are you going to do? Um, you've lost all your people. Like, what a hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty wild. So, from here, Cal goes to try to find Grease. Here's he's in Kobo and has set up a cantina there. So he's like, all right, maybe I can get in touch with him. Maybe he can help me with the Mantis since it was his old ship. Get some repairs and maybe he can link me to some new allies. Mm-hmm. You get there. You find out that the Bedlam Raiders are there who are kind of um, your criminals of this yeah. world. They're like, they're like, yeah, they're just like a gang that terrorizes the world and kind of other places nearby too. Right, yeah. Uh, and they're headed up by a guy named Ravis, who looks like Thanos. He uh, does look like Thanos. That was all I could think about the whole yeah, time. He's, and I'm a like, big, he's like a big purple guy that looks like Thanos in a bunch of like metal armor. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I haven't even seen those Avenger movies, and I just think of Thanos when I saw He him. does I look like, like him. Movies. He looks more froggy than Thanos. He looks like Thanos. Yeah, that was just all I kept thinking about. I was like, fucking uh, big dumb Thanos. <laughs> big dumb idiot Thanos. Uh, yeah. But you meet him, and he's going to hurt uh, one of the locals named Turgle, who's this uh, little frog guy. Yeah, frog. I feel like a weird frog slug guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mixture. Yeah, who's uh, a total goof. Uh-huh. He's, Ravis is about to kill Turgle for selling, like, a fake artifact. Turgle's like, I didn't mean to, I didn't know. Um, and so you step in, because I think being a Jedi, you don't... It seems like you don't let injustice go on, so you step in for the little guy kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And you fight one of uh, his, like, lieutenants. You beat him. Um, and Ravis is like, all right, fine. I'll leave peacefully. You you fought well. You earned it. You earned it. I won't hurt Turgle. Um, you then reconnect with Grease. You ask about uh, your old crew. And Grease doesn't really know where everyone is. He's like, I've tried to keep contact, but I can't really find anyone. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I think he'd seen Seer, at least since you had. Like, yeah. It sounded like. He'd seen people more recently than you had after you all split, but... Yeah, so um, I don't think Cal had seen anyone since they split. Yeah. Grease knows where Seer is on Jeddah, which... Yeah. We'll talk about that later, but I think that's the only person he really knows where they are. Right, and he's only talked with her, like, a little bit, mm-hmm. too. It's still been... It sounded like a few years since he'd seen her, either. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it seems like... Cal is more distant from everyone than anyone else. Yep. Um, In this kind of little meeting. Um, Grease says, though, that he can help repair the Mantis if uh, he can find the parts. And then uh, Bode ends up rejoining you here and is around. Cal goes searching for parts through kind of this underground part connected to the cantina. Yeah. That... um, It's like an old smuggler cave yeah Grease just stores a bunch of broken ships and parts in so he's like you can find the whatever warp drive or Star yeah. Wars science term for the, <laughs> you need to fix the ship yeah he down says there. yeah he says you might be able to find it here yeah and um while he's looking he comes across a droid named Z well he like uh he like falls into this really old Jedi temple yeah because uh, it's, it's under stuff right? yeah yeah it's like underground and he like Falls through the ground and falls into the temple randomly, and then, yeah, finds the droid. Right, because Grease's kind of cavern thing he has basically seems really big, mm-hmm. and he's like, I haven't really explored it all. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's probably other old stuff back there from longer, you know. If I don't have it, you could maybe keep looking backwards and find it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you're right. He falls through, 
and sees this droid that's stuck and he frees it and he finds out that its name is uh, Z um, and it's from the High Republic era. So this is an old droid um, and you find out that it belonged to Centauri Kree who was an old Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. I think it was like from like 200-ish years ago? Yeah. Something like that? I feel like they'd tell you but I don't remember. Yeah, to be honest, my eras of Star Wars, like, isn't strong Yeah, uh, when it comes to, like, really understanding Star Wars. Yeah. I would say mine are like, oh, it's before this movie or not. Yeah, like, that's, before, that's... before when there was the, all the Jedis and there was not all the Jedis. Mm-hmm. Before Order 66 and after Order 66. That's, yeah. like, my main two things, but. Right. That, this yeah. was definitely before. Yeah, this is old, old Star mm-hmm. Wars, or, you know, old Jedi stuff for sure. Z, though, was given this device that could help you lead you to Tantalor, which is this hidden paradise planet. Cal is like, okay, well, I can kind of carry on your mission uh, and takes that info. But also this kind of awakens your one of your big questions through the rest of this game is, all right, what is Tantalor? How do you get there? Mm-hmm. I mean, this could be huge. If we could hide from the Empire, wow. Um, yeah, because it's like this planet inside this crazy abyss thing mm-hmm. in space that you can't get through right without something special and then yeah basically it's like uh if there was like a multiverse it'd be in like a different universe sort of it's not actually that way but it's yeah, yeah. it's separate from the normal galaxy kind of right it seems like it's um it's not like you could fall into it on accident yeah like a like a thing like that like it could truly be a like Hidden paradise. Yeah, it's like a, you have to go through like this weird wormhole. Like you couldn't just go around right. this abyss and get there. You have to go through it for some reason. Right, and and that you couldn't like stumble your way into it either. It's not mm-hmm. like oh, it's like a well. It's it's not simply like something that's just well hidden. It's it, it's yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, really, it, that really sets a big focus for the game, mm-hmm. kind of going forward. Of like, if you could find this, I mean. The Empire. It, it sounds like, too, that you get from Cal's kind of dialogues up to this point is that, like, the last five years, the Empire has just gotten stronger. Yeah. And, like, I think Cal and other people are resisting as much as they can, but also it, it still seems like you're, like, making a small dent on a giant thing that you can't beat. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... <laughs> and, his, and that they will find you. Yeah, his, I think his idea, too, I don't know if this is initially his idea, but he's like, we could start a new Jedi order and like there's like a temple mm-hmm. you fight you find out there's a temple on this planet because the I don't want to sit too much before we get there but essentially like you could maybe rebuild the Jedi order in peace and then come back and like mm-hmm. try to fuck shit up with the Empire yeah yeah and, and and I guess that's a good point we'll get more into them as they go but that there starts to be a what could Tantalor be mm-hmm. you know like at first you just know hidden paradise but then what hidden paradise means to you and other people as this goes on really can vary um <laughs> yep uh what what that can be like so yeah that's big z's mission though was to unlock this forest array so it's like a getting a satellite essentially mm-hmm. shooting a beam um and so cal does this and when he does this um this allows a jedi knight from back then named dagon Gera. uh you find him kind of in this same section he's in this like he's in like um like a Big tube, hyperbolic, like tube, like in this liquid with like a breathing mask on. Mm-hmm. He's like in suspended animation, kind of mm-hmm. like in a medical coma, preserved. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
it kind of looked, I, I think, um, at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, Luke was in something like this after the, um, being left in the cold for like a long time. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. I think Luke was in something sort of like this. Is that when he's, <laughs> talking about when he's inside the animal? No, after that. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I yeah, just, I just but I think he was in something super similar to okay. this. But yeah, so Dagon's in there and you're like, oh, maybe I'll wake this dude up. And so you like, I don't know, click something in it, like break mm-hmm. him out of this. And Dagon Gera uh, is missing an arm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who are you? And you're like, I'm trying to rebuild the, the Jedi Order. And he's like, I hate Jedis. And yeah. he fights you. Um, yeah, eventually, well, yeah, at first he's like, you figure out, oh, he was a, or he is a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're from like the High Republic? Oh, that's crazy. Like, we can fight the Empire together. And then he's like, and actually, I'm glad he's they're like, gone. He's like, you let him win. You're a bad Jedi. Also, I hate you now. Yeah. And decides to fight you. So yeah, like, you're, um, fuck? yeah. Uh, not that Jet and Cal knew who he was, but it was a very don't meet your heroes situation. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were a Jedi, but you're still a dick. Yeah, that's a pretty shitty Jedi. Mm-hmm. And so you find out that Dagon has gone to the dark side. He's um, like, see him. He like bleeds his crystal. That's what they say. Yeah. Like, and, Cal and, said, don't bleed your crystal. Yeah. He fights you, and then Ravis shows up, and Dagon jumps on Ravis' ship, and they head off. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, you're like, all right, what's going on? Yep. So, definitely weird. Um, from here, uh, you go back to Grease's cantina, and you talk with him and Bode, and you're like, all right, a lot of weird stuff has happened. Tantalor, this is cool. Also, Jedi, mm-hmm. he's bad from 200 years ago. What's happening? And Grease is like, all right, I think we got to talk to Seer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Agreed. And you're like, oh, yeah, that'd be good. She, maybe she knows what's up. Um, mm-hmm. And so you head to another planet called Jetta to find her. Um, but you can't land where Seer is because there's this big dust storm going on and it's just too dangerous. So they direct you to land kind of somewhere nearish by that's safe where you can kind of lay low while the sandstorm goes. Um, and Cal is going to go on foot to meet Seer's contact. Then when they get that together, they'll be able to come back. And connect everyone in the dust storm will hopefully be gone. So Cal heads there on his own, and he meets the contact. It's Marin. So Marin's back as well. You catch up with her, and uh, you find out that she has at least somewhat recently reconnected with Seer. It sounded like she was off kind of doing shit like you were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just kind of causing chaos for the Empire, trying to save people, trying to do good. Yeah, and eventually she finds this uh, group called the... Hidden Path, mm-hmm. which is like rescuing survivors and, and Jedi from the Empire and like yeah, getting them to safety. So that's kind of what she's up to. Yeah, the Hidden Path seemed to be um, just like another kind of group of rebels mm-hmm. of sorts. Like they don't seem the same as Saw Gerrera's crew. Uh, yeah, it's more like, like uh, we're not fighting the Empire, we're like trying to stay hidden hidden path yeah the empire to save people yeah but not like yeah. directly opposed yeah they seem more like it doesn't seem like they won't fight but they mm-hmm. seem more on saving as opposed to attacking yeah they're not like trying to bring the empire well yeah i guess they're not directly trying to bring the empire down they're trying to keep people from being killed by the empire that's kind of roundabout yeah 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 i i, I think so they they seem I would think they'd be lower priority on the Empire's list. You know, like Saw mm-hmm. I feel like the Empire would be like, they're terrorists, we have to fight them. Yeah. These yep. people would be like, 
we also don't like them, but maybe it would be something more minor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would be sort of the vibe. Together, though, um, you catch up with Naren, um, and you fight some Empire soldiers, kind of. Oh, I guess also... Um, Kobo and Jeddah are both more like sandy planets. Yeah, Kobo's... Um, they're both kind of like like a tattooing situation. Jeddah's really, really... It's like a desert. Kobo's yeah. more like... Kind of mountainous. Yeah. De- deserty for sure, but there's like water and there's some there's some plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's I'm trying to think of a... It's more like kind of... If you live in the United States, it's like kind of out west. Yeah. Like, not... I, can't, I don't know. I can't think of... No, you're right. I, I do yeah. think it is more like a... Um, like a out west California, Colorado sort of thing. Yeah. Where there is some sand, but you're right. It's not all sand. Jetta is like... Jetta is like... Yeah. Jetta is like, yeah, like the desert. Though. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to uh, Sears' base, though, uh, you find out she's been working with Eno Cordova. Who I thought was dead. I did, too. For, but I guess you never see him die. You just, you just know he, like, tells BD-1 to wait for that's, yeah, someone. That's why I thought he was dead, because of of that. Yeah, it seemed because like he did die. Because you, you got uh, Cousin um, Fallen Order, BD-1 gives you a message not the same, but sort of like your Leia's one mm-hmm. of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Uh-huh. You get a message sort of like that from Eno Cordova mm-hmm. on BD-1, and you're like, oh, you're, yeah. you're alive. Um, yeah, I want to go back and look at that. Did you, maybe, did you? I, I didn't, but... Yeah, I swear he's dead. But he must not be, otherwise <laughs> they would have terribly made a mistake here. No, uh, yeah. I kind of wonder if this is one of those, like, they started developing this game, they're like, oh, he, we actually never said he was dead. We can add him to this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I guess it makes sense with... So, when you get there to the base, you find out that Sears with Eno Cordova. And they have been working with Hidden Path, who they got connected with by Marin. But then also, they've been trying to rebuild the Jedi archives. Mm-hmm. So, it seems like if you were to say Cal's crew, you know, five years ago. I don't know they split five years ago. But sometime after yeah. then, they split. Mm-hmm. Cal does renegade shit. With his crew. <laughs> Marin does hidden path stuff with her crew. Seer finds Eno Cordova. They're just Jedi archiving. They're like, we want to be able to build a new Jedi Academy someday. And we'll take all this info to be able to do that. And then Grease uh, makes Cantina and lays low. <laughs> so <laughs> yep. that seems like kind of where everyone's been. Yep. You let them know uh, about Tantalor. And they're like, hey, I have a solution that might help all of our problems. Have you ever heard of Tantalor? A hidden paradise planet. Uh-huh. Everyone's like, what? Yeah. Um, and so it's nope. become kind of all of these things, like we were talking about earlier. A place to be safe from the Empire. Oh, we could train new Jedis. Um, oh, people who are being oppressed by the Empire, we could find a place safe for them. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things kind of true for these different groups. And so we kind of have um, the gangs back together again for this plan. Mm-hmm. It's a good plan. Yeah. So now, all right, we know about our magic planet, but where the fuck is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Also, yeah, like, also, what's up with the Dagon dude? And, yeah, also. I think it, at some point, Z gives you the message from Centauri Kree, who's like, mm-hmm. the key to Tantalor is in this forest array, which ends up being Dagon's. So you're like, how is he the key? And then you kind of go from there. Yep. Yeah. So one part of that, I think probably in her message that we see from Centauri Kree is Cal learns that uh, Dagon had betrayed uh, the Jedi Order. That they wanted access to Tantalor and he said no. 
and like tried to fight them. I, or no, they didn't want access to it. They thought Tantalor was stupid. I think what happened was, so they were like, they were building a Jedi temple there and there was a bunch of Jedi there, but then Tantalor got attacked somehow mm. by like this 200 years ago crazy foe and then they like abandoned Tantalor. And he was pissed. Right, because he thought this was the most important thing. Yeah. The Order then, didn't, and so then he, like, fought them for his belief. Yeah, I think he, like, killed a couple of Jedi, and then mm-hmm. so, something happens, and he ends up in that, in that frozen tank. chamber thingy tank thing. Yeah. Yeah, he ends up in there. So you don't know, you know it went bad, and then you know he's there, but kind of the full process, you're like, I, I don't know. Yep. Also in this... uh Cal and Marin go look for a member of the Hidden Path who has these, like, secret codes that can't fall into Empire hands. The Empire's found this, like, one Hidden Path location. Mm-hmm. And so you go there to get those codes so that everyone's cover isn't blown. Yeah. Get to fight uh, the Empire a lot. Um, I think this was a section where um, I force-pushed a lot of people out of off of yeah, tall edges, dude. which was fun. Anytime there someone's in your life, I'm like, oh, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it was you're dying. <laughs> super fun to push. Uh-huh. I have always pushed so many people off ledges uh, in general, but also I think in this spot specifically, mm-hmm. it happened a lot because there was just a lot of uh, lot of ledges. There was a few times that it just kind of like had a, a guy or two just kind of talking to another guy or themselves next to a ledge and like they're like, all right, push this guy off. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, the ba- game's like, all right, God, come on. Yeah. You, you know you of want course, to, and you're yeah. like, I do want to. Absolutely. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever pull him towards you, then throw him off? Oh, yeah. That was really fun, that too. That was fun, too. Or yeah. pull him towards you and just stab him. Oh, I did cool. that a lot, yeah. Also I like to do that mid-fight. Like, I'd be fighting, uh, they'd be like, you're fighting like ten guys. You're fighting one guy, and you turn to your left, just pull some guy and stab him, and then keep fighting the other guy. <laughs> and yeah, what's up? Uh, it's so fun. Yeah, that was very fun. Yeah, I think that's something that, unfortunately, in a recap, you missed, but, like, a lot of the fighting in this was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um... Also, like in the other game, like there's various kinds of stormtroopers and imperial bad guys. So you have like your standard stormtrooper. You've got ones with machine guns. Um, you got your melee yeah. stormtrooper. You got like yeah. your base version of each one. Then you got like the quote unquote elite version. Then you got like different mm. like flame troopers and yeah. flying guys. Yeah. Overall, a lot more variation in enemies in the first game. Yep. I would say. And, and then also, outside of the Empire, it's like you had your Bedlam Raider with those versions, too, where it would be like yep. melee, blaster, maybe a heavier weapon, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, and there was, like, bounty hunters you could track down that mm-hmm. did, had different weapons. And there was dudes with lightsabers, too. Like, some of the, I think Bedlam Raiders got lightsabers from Dagon yeah. somehow. So, yeah, there's a lot of variation. Yeah. There's there, different, yeah. like animals you could fight on Kobo and other places that were pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, lots lots of stuff. Yeah, they gave you a lot to fight. And um, and even different ones. I, I felt like as the game went on, I can't think of a specific example offhand, but as the game went on, when there'd be a group of people I'm fighting, I would have certain ones I'd want to kill first yeah. because they gave me problems. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I want to kill that guy first because I hate fighting these guys. Um, I always kill the guys with the flamethrowers first because yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't block it. You just had to... Right, only evade. Yeah, only evade or just... I would just throw them into each other. That was fun. Yeah, I think that those were who I would kill first. Or, um... Yeah, yeah. So that was big. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, after you get the codes, you get them from that guy, and he dies, and you get away. Then you have probably one of the craziest gameplay moments in the game. 
where Marin and Cal are like really getting honed in and during this attack, like Empire troops are everywhere, ships are coming. Like, I mean, it's there's this giant drill thing, too. Yeah, I forget what they call it, but it's like this big, like reverse squid thing with mm-hmm. like big, long, super long legs and like this big, like drill laser thing. And it's cool, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it looks like that thing would destroy planets. Yeah, it's super cool. It makes sense that the Empire would use this when they're like, you know, basically destroying a location kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like just send in the, the, the thing. Yeah. I um, forget what they called it, but... Yeah, I don't remember either. It was cool, though. But right before, as it's, like, going, like, you have a moment where, like, are we both going to die? Like, it sort of feels that way. Mm-hmm. And Marin's like, no, nah, I got you. And she gives you this device that essentially lets you, like, hop through force fields um, it makes you, like, maybe invisible for a second, almost. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works. I, um, yeah, I don't know how it works either. Something I mean, where you, like, dash through them, kind of. Yeah. It seems like it's some sort of magic thing, since she, yeah. she does a lot of magic from Yeah, she's being got, a witch. like, force witch magic. It's mm-hmm. something related to that, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, like, she gives it to you, and is like, do you trust me, or something, and then gives you a kiss, and then you hop through these force fields, and you're evading this drill, and you have, like legitimately it felt like like a 10 minute scene of just Mm -hmm. like jumping through force fields fighting running like wall running off of a thing like i mean yeah total chaos yeah it's like yeah you're like wall running off falling debris while yeah jumping through these force field portal things while dodging like the tentacles while dodging fire and then while like yeah yeah i was just like Nuts. Oh, and well, and I guess also, right, you, you could travel through force fields, but then also, like you, you brought up, there were these, like, um, wormhole things, essentially, or portals that... Um, yeah, she'd, like, make them. Yeah, she'd make portals. So it, like, turned, <laughs> turned this game into portal. <laughs> yeah, low-key. Uh, where Marin would be like, here's a portal, and then we'll pop out over here. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, you hop through this, and you show up somewhere else. Like, I mean, it was... It was really, really cool. Yeah, it's all like, you know, split second. Like, all right, you're jumping through this portal. Mm-hmm. There's another one. You have about two seconds to, like, go through it first before you get, like, killed or miss it or is. Oh, yeah. That's pretty I, crazy. I mistimed a number of these and oh, died. Oh, dude, me too. I think uh, this took sure. me a while. It took me it, a few tries. Yeah, it took a minute, but also it was just, like, really satisfying mm-hmm. as it was going. And then once you got through, like, they were like, whoa, we made it. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt the same way. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. That was really cool. That was... I feel like that was one of the cooler gameplay things uh, I've experienced just because it was just so wild. Mm-hmm. Like, it just felt wild the whole time. Yeah, it felt very much like, uh, I don't know, you're like a Jedi with, like, really good reflexes, and you're just, like, going through the shit, and you're like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is how it would be. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That was cool. It was really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was awesome. Finally, you get to a spot where you also find out after this, that Z had got captured by the Bedlam Raiders. Uh, Dagon was trying to get the information regarding Tantalor from Z. Z doesn't have any of this information, though. Um, yeah, they wiped her memory. Because her memory got wiped before... Before they evacuated Kobo. Yeah, because you didn't... You weren't able to get all the information from her either, right? Yeah, because... Like, when you first met her, she didn't know. Something. No, she didn't know... Anything. She just knew the forest ray was important and to go there. Right, because Centauri Kree had wiped it back then. Yeah. In case she got captured, it was like, here's the one thing you need to do. You don't know anything else. 
Yep. For for your own sake. Yep. Um, and so, Bedlam Raiders are uh, trying to get an info from Z and would just destroy her mm-hmm. uh, if it wasn't given. And then you end up having another boss fight with Dagon, and he escapes again during it. So, again, <laughs> another boss battle, but then he sneaks off. How does he escape this time? I don't remember. That's when I, don't I for, kind of forget. I don't remember either. I remember uh, I beat his ass, but I don't yeah. know how he got away. He yeah, slithered I, away this time. Yeah, I for, maybe he jumped out a window or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, he like breaks the platform and like falls or you fall or That's something. That's right. And then you like, the force teaches you a new That's right. thing. I forget how it yeah. goes, but essentially he like... He gets he gets lucky. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The platform. I think you're right. The platform breaks. Mm-hmm. Maybe you fall out of the fight. Yeah, I think. I think, I that's, think so. Then he. And then he, he scampers like, off. Yeah. yeah, he heads off. He's scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's real scared. Um. So within uh, kind of your research uh, through all of this, you find out that there's a compass, and essentially, if you have this magic compass, <laughs> it has a better Star Wars name than I would give it, but. It's essentially that, that if you have this compass, that will be able to help you get to Tantalor because it can read Tantalor. Yeah, it uh, somehow, like, gets you through the abyss. Yeah. It's some metal-looking tube. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes they open it, and they're like, oh, it's working. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it must be working because I said so. Right. <laughs> to me, it looks like just a piece of metal. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you head to the Shattered Moon that is outside of Kobo. While you're there, you kind of fight your way through a bunch of Bedlam Raiders who are also there because Dagon sent them there to look for the compass also. You fight your way through all of them and you end up in a boss fight with Ravis, um, who you find out is like also super old. Mm -hmm. Um, That he had been in a fight with Dagon years ago and Dagon won and so Ravis had to like pledge allegiance to him, essentially. Yeah, you you find out he's some weird like race of alien that's I feel like they describe him but he's like really hard to kill lives like lives forever kind mm-hmm. of um yeah something like that yeah so you um boss battle him you win and ravis like wanted a warrior's death like you tried to be like all right help me take out dagon he's like no please i just want to die and you're like, all right fine <laughs> yep uh and so you kill him ravis is dead after this you have another boss battle with Dagon, your final one. Um, mm-hmm. This time, though, it's Cal and Bode. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this battle, like, it, it gets wild for a minute. There's a part where uh, Bode gets knocked out, mm-hmm. um, and a part where you get, like, hit with the lightsaber on your chest. Yeah, um, it looks like you're, like... So, yeah, Dagon does some weird force thing where he, like... It's like a force... Uh, Hallucination, I think Cal describes it as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like Dagon like hits him across the chest. Looks like Cal's gonna die for sure. Mm-hmm. And then he somehow like reverses it on yeah. Dagon, and like he's like uses his fear against him. He says, "Right, and then yeah, kills him." Yeah, because in the fight, um, Cal realizes that. There, that Dagon was doing something weird with the Force. Mm-hmm. And so you, like, realize it's the tapping and the fear thing, like you said, and you make it reflect that, like, Centauri Kree is really disappointed in him or something. Yep. And he's like, what? And that kind of lets his guard down, and then, bam! Yeah, kill him. Kill him. Yep. Um, 
And so Dagon's dead. No more boss fights with him. You killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, catch you later, dude. Yeah, that's right. But unfortunately, during the fight, uh, this compass gets damaged. Um, so you and you and Bode uh, are injured, but you head back and see if Cordova can repair it. While you're before your boss fight with Dagon, Dagon talks about how he wants to go to Tantalor to raise up an army. If he made an army in secret, he could come back and fix the galaxy. But because Dagon is evil, it still sort of seems like the plan of like, well, if I did things a bad way to get the right thing, then it would be okay. Like yeah, that, Cal says we already have one emperor. Right. We already have an emperor. It's like we don't need another one, basically. Right. She's like, that's, yeah, that's probably what is, this would be that. Right. For sure. Yeah, it would be taking one bad thing and just replacing it with a different one. Yeah, the exact same bad thing, but called the Bedlam Raiders with Dagon. Right. Same Yeah, same thing. But Cal does think, secret army, though, that's not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Bode, though, on the other hand, is like, no, we should just run away. If we do that, then uh, we could be safe, and, you know, who cares what happens out here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kind of thing, as long as we're safe. Yep. So then you go back to Jeddah. Cordova's working on the compass you get to have a bonfire with your crew cal and bode bond they have sort of a like we're brothers we're together Mm -hmm. thing uh cal and Marin kiss again their relationship um i think they're going for it it sounds there's a part where cal's like i know what i want yeah like that they're into each other sounds like maybe cal was hesitant to do what he want because there's like a the jedi you're not allowed to like date slash be married slash have any real like romantic relationships if you're a jedi okay because who knows why some jedi thing i'm sure yeah someone could write in and tell us but yeah i think he's like the, the order's gone so we should do things differently i guess i could see the jedi having some sort of code i don't know this so sorry people who know more than me but just they like oh you can't have like attachment to like this for people because that will make you not do ultimate good or something like that that's probably what it is i i would i would think something like that and you've seen that in this so cal kind of being i think before he was more reverent of the jedi order and like we have to reestablish this exact same system it was pure and great Mm -hmm. and i think he's in this game, he's kind of going like, well, maybe it wasn't all right. Like, yeah. there's a part earlier in the game where Bode gives him a gun, gives him a blaster, and is like, yep. hey, you should use this. And Cal had before been like, I don't know, that seems a little sus. And he's, he's like, we're like, not supposed to use blasters. Yeah, we should just why? use... <laughs> yeah. And that's basically what Bode says is why. Yeah. The Empire doesn't play by rules, and Cal's like, good point. Mm-hmm. If it helps us fight, then we should... Why would I say no to it? Mm-hmm. And so that becomes one of your stances, um, is one where you could have a blaster and a, a lightsaber, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. But, so I feel like that's an example, and then this one here, of like, okay, well, I think a relationship is important to me. I would rather have this than not. And so you see Cal being willing to disregard some of the Jedi's teachings and stuff like that. Not, yeah. I don't think haphazardly, but I think he's not just accepting them because... Maybe he feel, felt like he was supposed to. Yeah, I think he's chosen like they're not, they're no longer like relevant or something, or like not beneficial or, or important. Yeah, know. or the only thing, you know, like yeah, it, it, like I think he's still, I think he would still care about the idea of raising up Jedi, yeah, or that the teachings have value, but that like, 
a person of the code. Like, I don't know that he's that yeah. anymore. Yeah, or at least, yeah, not the full thing or letting people decide more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you get those, um, and I would say at this point in the game, you're feeling like, man, we're, we're like figuring it out. We've got our crew. This could go okay. Yeah, they're like talking about like, all right, tomorrow we're going to go to Tantalor and yeah. like all of us and check this out. We're going to send the hidden path there. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. Um, however, the next morning, um, while everyone's kind of talking, the Empire uh, starts headed their way. They found their location. You know, um, kind of the alarms are sounding. Everyone's like, all right. Like a to- lot of the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Huge forces coming. Mm-hmm. Um, to your places, everyone sort of feel. Uh, Bode, though, uh, is like, all right, I'm going to steal the key of the Tantalor. Um, and so you're he like, kills what? you. Yeah, and you're like, what? You bad? Yeah. Um, and uh, in this, Bode kills, you know, Cordova and takes the compass and heads off on a speeder bike. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And you're like, what? Uh-huh. Um, come on. Uh, so Cal hops on a speeder bike and chases after him. You get a chase and then you sort of have a boss battle with Bode. Um in it, uh, Bode is like, "Hey, I'm not a, I'm not a traitor like you think I am. I'm taking this so me and my daughter can go to Tantalor and be yeah. safe." And you're like, "Bro, yeah, like you've <laughs> killed so many people. Yeah, like, you, you. Or at least you let the Empire come here and kill so many people. Yeah, you brought the Empire here. Still, it's you know gonna let all these people die. And you did kill Eno Cordova. Yeah, Cal doesn't say this, but you literally did. killed him. Yeah, yeah, you actually killed you him. You blew him up with a bomb thing, mm-hmm. and you tried to kill all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the confrontation though, um, then Bode force pushes you. And yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Um. Did yeah. not expect that. No. Yeah. That was cool. Yep. Uh, you discover that Bode was a Jedi who had survived order 66 also. Um, and Bode ultimately knocks you off a cliff. So your, your boss battle is pretty short lived mm-hmm. and instead you just kind of get knocked off the cliff and find out who he is. Yep. Um, then you switch over to playing a seer. Um, this was crazy. This was crazy. I didn't think Cal was dead. I didn't either. Um, I thought, well, yeah. Like, I, th- I thought, like, it was maybe minorly possible, but um, I thought pretty unlikely. I was like, I don't think Yeah, just- I didn't think he was dead, but it just seemed, yeah, once they switched and you're playing a seer, it's like, oh, this shit's bad. Like, yeah. It's uh, the only thing chaotic. That- chaos. Chaos. The only thing that made me think that it Cal could have been dead. It was just so abrupt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe, but I, I I thought that was like very slim. I was like, Cal's gonna wake up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're playing a seer. Yeah, like you said, total chaos. Like mm-hmm. um, empires everywhere. You're like running through a war zone. Like you've got hidden path people trying to fight, getting killed. Oh, just getting um, yopped left and right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but as seer, you get to kill a ton of empire. Oh yeah, um, seer's pretty sweet. She's stronger than Cal for sure. Yeah. Totally. Um, and so you you kind of fight your way through the Empire. You're trying to kind of hold uh, the line as much as you can so as many people can escape as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, though, uh, you do find someone who has the codes that you've gotten earlier, I think. You get them to BD-1 and say, BD-1, head off. I'll meet up with you later. You'll be okay. And BD-1 runs off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Seer heads back to the archives to try to get some of the archives before she goes. That's what she says, at least. Yeah. I think she... Yeah, I probably knew it was coming. Yep. 
And Darth Vader shows up. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, oh, man. Yep. Um, and you've got a boss battle with mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're losing, but you're holding your own, I'd say. Like, Darth Vader is I, sick. Um, I, I don't know. You think I, you were winning? I think you're winning till the very end. At the very end, you were definitely winning. Yeah, I guess at the very end, you were. I think over... Uh, I think there's a moment where you're holding your own, but then you're like, you're winning the fight. Yeah. And you're... Like, once you, you bury him in, like, this fire rebel, and he pops out, and you're like, oh, shit. But after that, I feel like you started winning. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. 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 Yeah, because... Yeah, well, because you... So you're fighting, then you knock him into the fire rubble, and you think it's over, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I assumed it wasn't, but... Okay. You, like, you knock him into the fire rubble, and, or you knock him into, the, like, the uh, archive. It's like burning bookcases. Yeah, and then you, so you're, like, pulls down with the force and, like, lands yeah. on him, like, a bunch of rubble. Then he pops out, and then you fight him more, and then he's, like, hurt really bad. Mm. And then Seer, so like, jumps at him in the air and, like... Goes to like thrust at him with her lightsaber, right? And he gets her, and yeah, she doesn't get him. Yeah, and then he like limps off. He's like clearly like yeah, messed really, up. Really, yeah, almost dead or almost got killed. Yeah, but yeah, so Seer dies. Yeah, so Seer is dead. Darth Vader uh, heads off, um, and Cal finds out about this through like a force echo, because um, you experience playing it, but then. I think it cuts to Cal at the spot. And oh, yeah. He, right. like, gets the sense where he can... Like, he sees the cutscene. Um, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Basically. You, you play after, as Seer, but you're actually Cal looking at it. Well, and, and and I guess that a lot of it, you play as Seer and you did it, but then there's a point where it flips and mm-hmm. Cal sees that. Um, so, after this, Cal and his crew uh, want to go after Bode. Um, oh, yeah, they're pissed. Both... Uh, because of what he's done, and we gotta get to Tantalor still. Mm-hmm. Um, and they realize that uh, there's a locator beacon that Bode had on him, so they're like, "All right, cool, we can figure out where you are from that." And you find out Bo Bode is at uh, this Imperial security base, and you're like, "All right, cool, we can go there." Um, and at first, Cal tries to go in quiet. Everyone, uh, Marin puts like um. Uh, invisibility cloak almost. <laughs> yeah, some kind of witch invisibility cloak spell. Yeah, so they could get close but not be seen. Um, and so Cal heads in um, and he's trying to be quiet um, and then he gets his cover blown and he has to start killing. Oh yeah, kills a lot of Kills people. a lot of Imperial gear. Mm-hmm. Um is this the section where there's the Rick the Technician? Boss <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, there's a spot where you like, you like go through this hallway and there's like, just a, it's a grunt worker. Mm-hmm. His name's Rick the Technician. He's like, all right, let's go. And then you just, you know, like one hit kill. It's so, it is, I just force pushed him and killed him. I think that's what I did too. It, oh. it was like, Rick the Technician. Mm-hmm. And you know, he gets the boss battle bar. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, cool. Force pull. Mm-hmm. And then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. Uh-huh. That was such a good joke by the developers. <laughs> if you, if you, uh, I I looked up like hardest boss battle with this game, and that was the, that, that was the hardest boss battle. So that was pretty funny. It's, that's hilarious. It's not, but 
That's so funny. That's pretty funny. Such a good joke by them. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Very goofy. Yeah, really funny. Um, you, uh, the Imperial boss there, you knock out, you don't kill, but you get him to turn the alarm off, uh, and then you sneak into a different officer's clothes, and that gets you to be able to make the last leg to get to uh, Bode's quarters. Mm-hmm. And you get there, and you meet his daughter, Kata, mm-hmm. who he's talked about before. Yep. Um, you talked with her a minute. She's like, oh, my dad said to get ready before I go. And you have, like, a nice interaction. You can see she's a nice kid. Yep, she's a, she's a good kid. Yep. Yeah. Then Bode shows up, and you sort of have this standoff uh, where you don't want Bode to go and, like, even seem willing to let him like change his mind mm-hmm. um and you're not gonna like kill him in front of his kid and i think boat also doesn't want to do anything in front of his kid either so it's sort of this standoff but you find out boat's backstory you find out that he was a spy for the jedi council um during clone wars and so when things kind of went bad order 66 all that he just kind of used his spy skills to just kind of blend into the background not get caught Mm-hmm. Um, in that time, he got married and had uh, a wife and kid. Kata was born, um, but then the Imperials found out about him and tracked his location. And kills his wife. Kill his wife, and she buys them time to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, ultimately, sometime after that, he made a deal with uh, this Empire officer of uh, this base that, hey, like, if you keep my daughter safe, I can like pull off whatever you want. Kind of thing. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, well, as long as you're useful, I'll keep you safe. So, um, Bode has kind of secured a, like, under-the-table deal. Um, obviously, the Empire wants all Jedis killed. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Inquisitors. Yeah, Inquisitors, you know, that they, they want that done. Um, and Bode is just kind of, I'm just a guy. I'm a bounty hunter mm-hmm. sort of vibe. Uh, just hiding here. Um, and then... Um, after this conversation, Bode ends up escaping, um, and after this, Cal's like chasing after him. Bode escapes, uh, but a bunch of Empire soldiers show up here, and Cal taps into the dark side of the Force. Oh yeah, for the first time, mm-hmm. and goes nuts. Goes nuts and just wrecks everybody. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty wild, and like you get the sense of like, a, oh, I can't control myself, sort of thing, like the mm-hmm. the danger of his power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you kind of see like uh, ah, just be on the dark side, you just wreck people. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very crazy. Yeah. Uh, after this, you realize uh, that Centauri's Kree's message uh, acknowledges that there's another way. Yeah, because you, you find this like uh, message, like something in Bode's quarters that's like has a message from her on it yeah yeah it's like the what you're talking about how there's like another way to the to tantalor yeah because it seems like you've maybe seen partials of it maybe mm-hmm. different partials yeah. maybe Bode had managed to construct the full one mm-hmm. and so you find out there's another way um and that is if you use the three arrays so the forest array we'd found but then there's one on the moon and one somewhere else there's also one on kobo okay yeah maybe something yeah. like that and so if you get them all essentially pointing at each other at the same at the same area at the right coordinates, mm-hmm. that that could open up this wormhole, essentially. Yep. And uh, that if you go through this wormhole, then that could take you to Tantalor. Um, and so you need someone to actually operate this from the outside to 
be able to open it and then go through. Which sounds like, from sort of the backstory, how Santari Cree and Dagon did it the first time, is Santari Cree was operating it and Dagon went through. Mm-hmm. Um, because through different force echoes, you sort of get that almost like a, not the same, but like if they were divers and like Santari Cree's on the boat and Dagon's hopping down yep. and doing the dives and then she's kind of making sure things are cool and then he comes back. Yeah, and then like, the, that's where they get the compass from. It's like, here's exactly how you get through the yeah the thing somehow. Yeah, that he'd gone through and got, you know, gotten the compass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of how that had gone. So we head off to try this out. Um, and so Grease, uh, Marin, and Cal fly the Mantis into uh, this black hole, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they're in there, it's like super chaotic and dangerous. And essentially what happens is like Cal uses the force to kind of protect them mm-hmm. and then has them hit hyperdrive, like jump into hyperspeed inside the thing with all this danger around and they're like we shouldn't do this and he's like no this is how we get there i know it mm-hmm. um and cal was right <laughs> yep <laughs> get through um and we arrive at tanalore and we're trying to decide what to do um and we say all right he's boats here with his kid we should give him a chance to surrender still um we've all experienced what it's like to have lost loved ones it's bad losing your parents sucks like that that will be worse for her. So we don't want that if we can help it. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of agree, yeah, that's the better choice. Yeah, because at this point, it's uh, it's Cal and Marin. Mm-hmm. They go to fight Bode. Yeah. And they, yeah, obviously both lost everyone. Yeah, both lost everyone because Marin's planet got wiped out mm-hmm. with all her sisters yep. and everything like that. And then uh, Cal's never had anyone after Order 66, really. Yep. Um. So, uh, they head in, and uh, they find Bode inside kind of the Jedi Temple that was set up here. And Bode's not willing to listen. He's, mm-hmm. why are you here? You're ruining this. Yeah, like, and the Empire his, will find us. And his daughter's like, listen to them. Like, yeah. She's clearly on our side. Does not want whatever is going to happen to happen. Yeah, she yeah she thinks that her dad's off base. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He's just uh, so fixated on, like, I have to protect her. Mm-hmm. And I'll kill anyone or thing that would get in the way of that. Like, he's totally off the deep end on that idea. Yep. Um, enough so that when Cal and Marin move towards her, he, like, force pushes and breaks some stuff and actually knocks Kata over. Yeah, like, he, he, like... And, like, you know, it's hurting people already. Mm-hmm. Um, so you end up having a, a big boss fight with Bode, um, part of the arena they're in basically, like, splits. So Kata's on the other side, and Marin was, but then she comes over. Mm-hmm. So you have sort of a fight of mostly Cal versus Bode, but Marin is hopping in at different points, kind of in the fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, Cal kills Bode. He shoots him with a blaster. Yeah. Um, after their lightsabers are both, not destroyed, but just kind of knocked out of the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he shoots Bode a couple of times and kills him and is uh, really sad about this. Because yeah, he definitely I, didn't want to. Yeah, he didn't want to. Um, but it was clear that Bode was too far gone. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a point at the end of the fight where, like, Bode has Cal in, like, a headlock and, like, is force-choking Marin and Cat is like, don't do it. And Cal's like, all right. And then, like, 
escapes and then they he shoots him and kills him. So it's mm-hmm. like there was he gave him like three or four chances to right to stop, but he wasn't. So there's no no other option. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, that was the only choice. Mm-hmm. Um after this there's a funeral um for Bode, Seer, and Cordova. Seer and Cordova's bodies get picked up mm-hmm. uh by them earlier on um when they leave. Um and they do the like Viking funeral kind of thing where they're yep. all on wood. <clears throat> Light them on fire. Um, yeah, light them on fire. And um, now they're going to prepare to get the hidden path here. Kind of an ultimate battle against the Empire. Ray's caught a uh, well. That that was something in... It was uh, like a... It's like a force... Force vision. Because Cal... Yeah, yeah, like it's like Cal taps into the force somehow and Seer tells him like yeah. guide guide Kata or, right. or whatever. So I bet she'll be like a future... Jedi Force user thing, I assume. Right. Because Bode was, clearly. Right, yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing she'll get, like, trained and maybe be his apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. One. Yeah. But now setting up for Game 3. Yep, so they're uh, they're definitely having a Game 3, right? Yeah, I've got to. I okay. feel like it must be a trilogy. It which, seems like it. Which would, I think, be good. Which would fit, because I wonder if this will coincide with kind of whenever other Star Wars things go down and the Empire goes away. It's yeah. kind of coincide with that. Yeah. And they'll like play some somehow some integral role in yeah. attacking yeah. the Empire from like a different part of the galaxy. Yeah, I wonder what the... That'd be interesting to see the timeline for this now where it actually lines up. Yeah. Like, is it how much before A New Hope is this or not? Um, or whatever. Yeah, or like if it's even during. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, no, it can't... Oh, yeah, actually, we, we do know somewhat because we know... If you like look at like Obi Wan the movie or the TV show, mm-hmm. it tells you how many years were between Order sixty six and that. Uh-oh. So you can kind of probably piece it together. I bet there's some like timeline online. I, yeah, I bet there's a good online timeline. Yeah, what I bet this is somewhere, somewhere that's not too far off. Because Order sixty six episode three, right? Uh, yeah, the very end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And then some X years pass, and then. Obi-Wan starts, and then some more years pass, and then it's uh, New Hope, right? Yeah. And then, so this is somewhere between three and one. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know where. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess the first game is. This game might be, who knows, it could be around one. Yeah. Don't could, know. Yeah, it could be similar timeline. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting, though. Um, yeah, either way. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm curious what they'll do with that, but... Definitely cool um, there. So, um, on to general thoughts. We have anything that we haven't talked about. Um, I think first one <laughs> I have that I think is worth talking about is Bode being mm-hmm. a bad guy. That was something that we both thought pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely felt those vibes, even like kind of right when you meet him. Yeah. I sort of felt that way. I don't know if you felt that. I did, yeah, because you find out... Uh... So the rest, like the the prologue or the yeah prologue, the rest of your crew besides Bode, you've been with them for a while. But Bode's like kind of newer. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You're kind of the black sheep, and then he's the only one that survives besides you. And then there's also a point where like him and yeah, when you're escaping uh, Coruscant, him and Bravo are flying. Mm-hmm. Bravo dies, but then he just kind of goes off by himself, and you're like, okay, if you show up again, you're bad. Yeah. And he shows up again, because he was being chased by, like, multiple TIE fighters. Yeah. It's like, you probably somehow 
but like I'm I'm an imperial or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely called that from the prologue. Yeah, I'd felt that way too. Um and I like I thought Bode's story was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I think him like wanting to do right by his daughter above all else. Good story. Makes sense. Um him being uh, a former Jedi, cool, unexpected. But I wish they would have, like, maybe cloaked him a little more in uncertainty. Because for me, the whole time, I was like, because I had those suspicions, I was always kind of wondering um, if he was bad. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like what could have been cool is if his crew, if he would have been around longer, but then, like, you know, maybe there's another crew member who survives who's loyal, but he's an asshole mm-hmm. or does sketchy things. So you think that guy's bad, but really bodes bad. Like something like that could have been cool. Yep. Um, if they would have had like another member survive where your distrust is placed there, like that misdirection, I think that would have been wise. Yeah. Um, cause then I think the bode reveal would feel more sad cause you could tell how it was sad for them. Like, Cal and Bode both felt like best friends to each other. Like, mm-hmm. Bode felt that way about Cal, even though he knew who he was. Yeah, and he was going to eventually... Well, like, he didn't... He didn't plan to betray Cal. Until the Cal very, decided, like, we're going to raise an army. He's like, oh, no, let's not do that. And then, right, because I think Bode was, this isn't my fight. Um, yep, he was much more like, I'm going to take Kata and... I'm going to get out. Avoid all of this. Yeah, which, I like, again, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that would make sense to feel that way as him. Yep. Um, so I thought that was cool. I like that. I like that stuff, but I wish they would have made that mystery more because like both of them were clearly hurt by the situation they were ended up in. Mm-hmm. But I wish I would have felt that more. Like I didn't feel betrayed because I was suspicious. Yep. Um, I also think, I guess with that, I mean, they gave him lots of chances to turn back, but if he wouldn't have killed Cordova, I feel like he like, really could have turned back. Yeah. Like, but doing that was like a, like you, your action was like, it wasn't, you brought the empire here who did bad things. Mm-hmm. It's like, you actually killed him. <laughs> yeah. You, you, have, you literally murdered this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you killed him. Which to me was, up. yeah. Cause like I could see even if he wouldn't have killed someone specifically, if mm-hmm. you could be like, all right, we'll put you in jail for like a year <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could come back, but like, I think killing a uh, bad move mm-hmm. by Bode. Yeah, he 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 messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like like yeah, his motivation made sense, and I liked the like emotional turmoil that caused for Cal. Mm-hmm. It and like it it really kind of ruined the perfect ending. Otherwise, it would have been a perfect ending. They would have gone to Tantalor with all the hidden path and all their friends, and mm-hmm. like there was no other way that would have happened. Mm-hmm. At that point. So it was kind of necessary. Well, they made it necessary based on the story. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunate that it was kind of obvious. I don't know if that's just obvious to everyone or if we just played enough video games and watched enough TV and we're like, all right, this is... We can see, like, the... Yeah. The, you're setting us up for this. I, I don't know. I'm not saying we're, like, TV geniuses or something, but... Uh, maybe c- cynical enough to be like, this guy's bad. <laughs> no, that that's a good question. I yeah. guess if people who played, if you felt that way, I would like to know that. Or you didn't. Because um, I wish I was surprised. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but, I, yeah, I thought that individual, and then we were talking, you're like, and then you said, I think he's bad. And I was like, 
I also think that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me feel more sure that it was true. If we uh-huh. both thought it individually, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. then it's probably it's true. Yeah. This is probably true. Yeah, because there's a point in the prologue where he's like, I'm doing this for my daughter. And like, okay, she's like, my first thought was like, all right, she's captured somewhere by the Empire and you're like working for the Empire mm. and you're doing this to rescue her. And well, kind of close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, one, one thing too I liked was transition if that's cool yeah it was like the yeah different combat options in this there's like five different uh lightsaber stances you mm-hmm. had like the single double um dual wielding the um like a, you could hold like a really big lightsaber yeah then you had like the gun and mm-hmm. the lightsaber what were your and you could use two at once so what were your favorite i two that you used the most i used uh the double lightsaber a lot is it like the where they're connected the darth maul yeah, the Darth Maul. Cool. I used the Darth Maul a lot. Um, when I got the gun, I tried to use that for a bit just mm-hmm. to kind of try it out because it was different. And then I used the duel uh, a bit too. Um, yeah, nice. I used the single, obviously, in the beginning when you didn't have as many. Yeah. I used that some. I only used the big lightsaber like when they first gave it to you to try it out, but I didn't yeah. really like it. Uh, it's too slow. Yeah, I Yeah, I felt yeah. like it was too slow too because the way I played, I felt like I played pretty fast where I would like... Mm-hmm. Um, even diving into crowds where you had like the double lightsaber and just like kind of moving, carrying yeah. everywhere. Like I, I felt like I moved so much, so that one didn't feel like a fun mm-hmm. one to use. Mm-hmm. Like it slowed, it t- felt too slow. That makes sense for how I fought. What about you? It's a, it's exact same. I used. Um, I didn't really. I tried the gun for like a hot second, but I didn't like the. I'm a purist, you know. I don't like the gun. I want to <laughs> kill people with like. I want to kill people in half, not shoot them. Sure. So yeah, I use the double and then like the dual wield too. Okay. So for most of the game, I use the dual wield, but then after a while, I tried the double. Mm. Played like Darth Maul. I was like, "This is sweet." Okay. So I, I ended up doing that towards the end, except for boss fights. For boss fights, I use the dual wield mm. um, because I th- based on like the little like bar graph it gave you, it had the most power. Uh. Besides the um, two handed one, but that was too slow. Okay. So. No, that, so I did. That's cool. I probably was double lightsaber Darth Maul. Uh, maybe like sixty percent of the game. I did. I use that a lot. Okay. Probably for like a whole chapter, I did try to use the gun one, just to sort of test it out. But um, never, never clicked. Cool. Yeah, I, I didn't like it as much. And then I switched to using the duel mm-hmm. instead as my other one with yeah. the double. Um, so we were like kind of just yeah, slightly reversed. Slightly reversed, yeah. No, both of those were cool though. Yeah, um, if I had to play again, I think I would use the single more. Because after like just, well, single and then like double bladed, not yeah. the two. Mm-hmm. I think I would probably use those. Yeah. I don't know why, it just seems cool. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, one thing I found out about uh, while I was researching after playing, is that there's a, a Star Wars novel called Battle Scars that takes place between Fallen Order and Survivor. Like, a legitimately, in, like, with these characters? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, that someone wrote. So, oh, cool. um, I might have to check it out. I don't know. That's cool. Um, yeah, so at least you can get some of that info filled in if you want it, because, uh, you know, there are times where Marin or Cal or whatever are referencing other times mm-hmm. about things they've done, and I suspect that some of those references the book fills out what they are. Probably. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. If I want more time with them, maybe I'll 
read that book before yeah. uh, third game. Whatever the third game is. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, I have two more pieces of feedback or journal thoughts. Um, one, uh, these are kind of critiquey, I guess, but one, so like the whole game, you're trying to find these like compasses to get to Tantalor, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, you find out there's like a third way to get there or a second way to get there. Right. I, mean, I find it kind of feel like a loophole. Yeah. You know, to some extent. So that was a little like. It wasn't super easy to get there because you still had to... You almost, like, died doing it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, here's a super easy, you just fly through right. type way. Because that was it. Like, this, this right. like, a whole 90% of the game was a waste of time. Just kidding. Just, it's behind this door. Yeah, you could have done this in like, the, <laughs> the first two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. So, but it was a little bit of a kind of like, oh, of course, there's another way to get there. Right. Um, so that was a little... I kind of felt like plot armor to some extent for like yeah the story just to work out how it should I don't know yeah it's a little um like it could feel a little bit like oh wait there's another way yeah you're like eh. I mean I guess that that's how it got found the first time right like yeah it is so it yeah. like at least makes sense from that level mm-hmm. and I guess that even if you go through the beam or like the black hole. I'm guessing if you don't know how to use the force, yeah, you're you probably just gonna get, die. You're going to get destroyed by all the little like meteors, dark or, matter, yeah. whatever. There's like, yeah, this weird like Kobo, I don't know what they call it, Kobo matter or abyss matter or something. Yeah. That's so, like, yeah. I wonder if like you're a regular person, if you have to have a compass, like the hidden path, like unless they you take the compass to them and say, mm. hey, I'll be in your ship and we'll use this, like you mm-hmm. just die. Yeah, because that's what, that's what they, they have to the compass from Bode, so they, like, right. have it. Also, I don't really know what the compass does. I know it, it yeah. gets them through the abyss, but I don't, is it, like, maybe it navigates the ship for you? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it, like, blocks all the shit from hitting you? I, I don't know. They don't really ever... Yeah, they don't explain how it works. Which is, I mean, it doesn't, that doesn't really matter at all. I don't, I don't really care wonder, about that. Yeah, but, it seems like it just somehow makes you able to travel safely. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, you're, you're accurately. flying through space through this abyss, it doesn't really, <laughs> the compass doesn't need to make sense because none of it makes sense. Yeah. Like, scientifically with what we know about things. But. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if you can make more compasses, I'd assume, like while you're at Tantalor? Maybe not, because, you know, Cordova knew how to fix them, but no one else knew how to do it. Well, I mean, so, like, whatever... Uh, I, I would yeah. assume that there's some sort of, like, uh, not Tantalor dirt, but, you know, <laughs> if you put Tantalor dirt in this compass, then that's what makes you able to go through, you know, like, more sophisticated than that, obviously. But, Maybe not. <laughs> but I would think it would have to be something like uh-huh. that, because, like, I would think a danger, and probably how the next game will start, mm-hmm. is... You probably have a very limited number of these compasses, right? You don't want anyone getting the Tantalor. Mm-hmm. But if someone to, were to steal one, that obviously could compromise Tantalor, mm-hmm. which is what Bode was really worried about. Yep, the whole time, um, which makes sense. Which makes sense and is good because his thought, if I'm the only one who has this compass, I go here, we good. Yep, and, and just stay here. Yeah, and we could just stay here. And I guess if I left, I'm still the only one with it. As long mm-hmm. as I don't get killed or lose it, then I'm still the only one who knows how to get here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I could I feel like that would be a challenge because I can't imagine that Cal is going to be like the only one who brings people to and from Tantalor. Probably not. So I'm guessing that like you if have you to were, make at least one, two more. Yeah, I imagine that would be there. Okay, there are a small amount that only a certain number of people are allowed to have. Mm-hmm. But I would guess if 
the game would go how I would think it would is that Tantalor is going to get found early in the next game mm-hmm. and disrupt what they have going. Um, yep, probably. As, as a, like, way, which would make sense. I feel like, you know, you start off and you have this really cool thing going and then boom, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's getting fucked Empire's up. Empire's here. Empire's yeah. here because, you know, someone left the <laughs> the compass in the bathroom. Yep. Uh, or, they were plastered at the local cantina. Right, yeah, uh, or yeah. whatever, you know, or, uh, you know, a different trader or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I agree. I feel like it would be. It does feel a little convenient. It makes sense, which makes me accept it a little more, but it does feel convenient. Yeah, I definitely am, like, okay with it, but it's kind of like, all right, of course. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, it wasn't, oh, well, I guess we're not going to Tantalor. <laughs> I wish, I mean, I don't know. Part of me was like, maybe they'll just, uh, Bowden, Bowden just wins. And yeah. Just get to Tantalor. And, yeah, no one else goes. Yeah, and then so, somehow the next game's, like, Something I'm trying to get to Tantalor, so... <laughs> Just been annoying. <laughs> there's got to be another compass. <laughs> yeah, there's one more. There's one more. We know it. Yeah, but the, the emperor has it. <laughs> we gotta go kill him. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that would be crazy. Um, la- last really minor thing. Um, I wish force powers were actually useful in boss fights. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really. You could like throw your lightsaber and do some other stuff, but you couldn't really like pull or push. Yeah. But you could get pulled or pushed, which is kind of annoying. So mm-hmm. it was like. I don't know. Cal, Cal just seemed kind of weak in boss fights sometimes, but he actually wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I think they like, I don't know how they would have done that to make it reasonable. Cause I would just force push people off the edge if I could. Right. But yeah, I, I think that in, in boss fights, the only thing that really matters is lightsaber. That's all. Right. So it was kind of, kind of a bummer. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, and that's a tough one. Cause mm-hmm. like if you're boss fighting, Dagon or whatever, like, okay, he has more force than you. Like, so it could make sense, like, if you're like, all right, no one's using force then. Mm-hmm. Like, but they used force too. Like, it didn't it yeah. didn't stop it. Or, like, I don't know, you had boss fights sometimes with, like, Bedlam Raider Lieutenant. You're like, I could definitely force push you. Come on. Yeah, but they'll, like... You don't even know the force. Yeah, um, you'll try to, like, pull them towards you. you and they'll, like, dig their thing into the ground. Yeah. Or you, like, force push them and they're like, nah, I'm not moving. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I, I agree. I thought that was a little bit of a bummer of, like... Especially that, like, it made me like the regular fighting in groups of people more than the boss fights. Mm-hmm. You know, which, I don't know, not that they're all that way, but, like, versus, um, I'd say a boss fight that did it really well, what we were talking about, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Those boss fights were really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And sure, they did change a little bit how you fought compared to, like, random people, but it felt more... Mm, it used all the gameplay mechanics, kind it's, of. Yeah, it and, still used all of that, and you still not feeling nerfed because I don't mm-hmm. think you're nerfed in this necessarily. Yeah, but a little bit nerfed. Yeah, in regards just, to force, force stuff didn't. Yeah, it just didn't really work. It, which kind of makes sense because I don't. I don't know how you really nerf. How do you nerf a force push without making it? Or, like, without... Where it's, like, the intermediate force push, you know? Yeah. It's, like, either you're, like, getting launched or you're not at all. Yeah. It's and I, of... I feel like if it was just... I, I know you couldn't say it in his exposition, because it would be silly if, like, Dagon was, like, all right, we're dueling, no force here. <laughs> you know, like, you can't uh-huh. call it out that way. But I think uh-huh. if you had the understanding of, like, we both are force-using people and no one can use force in this fight, mm-hmm. I think I could accept that. Like, because if he could force-push you, then he would just force-push you off it. 
You know, like... Yeah, which he does force push you, though. Yeah, I feel like they shouldn't have let him use the force in the fights. Like... Yeah, or if they, like, would somehow, like, if it was, like, a... Just because if you can't, it seems weird. But if there was some, like, alert that he was going to do it, like, some, mm-hmm. like, Jedi instinct. No, and then you, you have would force to push back and you would, like, parry it or something. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Because there's various, various, like, uh, you know where you, like, hit, like, square bunch or whatever and you're, like, breaking out of some force thing? You, like, do the force back. Like, yeah, there's a point yeah. where, like, Bode's choking you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, like... Reverse it on him and, like, push him. Yeah. It's like you use the force, it's just in the cutscene. Like, the uh, quick quick time events. Yeah. But never in the actual, like, fights. Yeah, the fight Unless itself. you throw your lightsaber, I think that was the only Huh, yeah, thing. that's... So, they, I think, I don't know how they would have done it, but I think I would have liked for them to try to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's still a little more. Because, yeah, I definitely... It made my fighting different, but also it made me enjoy, like... My favorite fighting was definitely if I could find a group of stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right. Cut through you guys. It's on. Yeah. You know, those were those were like my favorites, which fortunately there's a lot of them. So oh, like, yeah. this was a game where like um, on Jetta, when you're walking around the deserts, when you'd see like the ATST and then like mm-hmm. five guys walking around, I was like, I always went towards them. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. I'm going to kill you guys. I'm going to kill all of you. Y'all are done. Yeah. Because you're here, I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. Like, which, you know, other times in games, I'm, like, trying to avoid fights because I'm like, yeah. Combat but, was really fun. But combat was so fun in this mm-hmm. that, you know, I was not avoiding fights. I was going towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm and the boss fights were definitely enjoyable and challenging. I just wish they would have had more, like, you could have used your force powers more. Because yeah. it kind of felt, all the force powers was for, like, the normal game. And then boss fights was all just, like... How good are you at like lightsaber battling? Mm-hmm. That was all that really mattered. Yeah. Just fine, I guess. Yeah. Oh, actually, a critique I didn't write down, but uh, I do think is, um, I thought the bad guys in the first game were better than the bad guys in this game. <clears throat> so in the first game, you had like the second sister mm-hmm. as your like main foe. She was awesome. You had Darth Vader show up at the end. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this time around. Like, Dagon and Ravis, I both felt like we're kind of like, eh, whatever. I don't really care about either of you. Yeah. Um, that much. And Darth Vader showing up again was cool, but obviously since they did it before, it didn't, yeah, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't feel the, like, holy fuck. I was surprised. Um, I wasn't like, oh, it's Darth. I was just kind of like, oh, it's Darth Vader again. It's yeah, cool. it didn't feel the same way. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I, I enjoyed their villains more. Mm-hmm. In that, I mean, I guess Bode's a bad guy, uh, too, and I did like him, so I feel like they did him well, uh, overall, mm-hmm. other than that we knew, like we talked about, but yeah. like, yeah, um, he was at least interesting, but like Ravis and Dagon, I was just like, eh, Dagon, Dagon was important because we learned about Tantalor, not because he was that interesting of a bad guy to mm-hmm. me, um, and Ravis, less so, even, you know, I mean, so, they just Ravis was pretty minor, yeah. He yeah, was pretty, he, like, you just fought him more than once. Yeah, they were like necess- he was necessary for the plot, but yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't much more than that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I agree. But yeah, I that was something I did like more in the other game. I just thought I was super interested in the second sister since it was she was Sears apprentice and all of those things as you find out. But yeah. um yeah, I thought she was way more interesting. So mm-hmm. um Agreed. Yeah. Um I know, I, I guess also, we did just say negative things a little bit at the end. 
I would say that those are more on the nitpick side than yeah. major things. I would say in the overall sense, this game is still more and better than the previous one. Also, uh, I guess we didn't talk about this either. There are lots of like little things you can do if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. They're available. You mentioned like the bounty hunter thing. So yep. there's someone who gives you bounty hunter list on <laughs> a bounty hunter who gives you bounties on other bounty hunters. Uh-huh. Essentially, who you could go boss fight. Um, there's a garden on top of Grease's Cantina where if you wanted to go all Animal Crossing on things, you could. Yep. Um, there was there's something else that there's like music you can do like oh the... yeah. Music. You can recruit the fish tank. Yeah. Uh, There's um a lot of side quests kind of throughout the worlds too. Yeah. Um, which I think there was side quests in the first game, but this one felt like there were more. Uh, there, I don't remember there being side quests in the first one. Maybe there wasn't. Um, I might be wrong. This had like legitimate, or like it had like rumors, like you could check out. Yeah. This place on the map, and then. Yeah. Something would happen. There was one I did where I killed a Rancor. Yeah, me too. That, uh, that was crazy. The miner was lying to us to try to get us to open up a mining spot. Yep. Um, but yeah, you kill a Rancor, which is crazy. Yeah, that shit was... I remember I tried that for a long time. This thing's hard to kill. Yeah, that was wild. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot there. Anyway, I, th- I think all this to say, me, I probably played roughly like the normal amount i didn't do tons of side stuff i did a little bit mm-hmm. but there was a lot in this game that was cool uh there are a lot of things i liked i think really my main critiques would be the the couple things we mentioned so i mean they, they made a good they made a really good game and yeah. i'm excited for the third one yeah me too like i the the critiques are minor i would still play this game again and be happy playing it again yeah i think it's just kind of like yeah i mean i played a lot of games seen a lot of stuff and like I, I wish this stuff would have been slightly different but mm-hmm. nothing is perfect this game's not perfect but I'd, it's a lot of fun yep yeah um awesome cool uh i guess from here we can uh head into our listener feedback we've got a few uh first up we've got eli on twitter who said definitely one of my games of the year huge improvement from follow in order which was already an amazing game uh i agree i think that really fits uh what we've been saying and mm-hmm. what we felt about Fallen Order. I, I don't remember everything we said back then, but I do remember leaving really liking it and it being probably both of one of our favorite games we played that year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I it, It's a good game. I mean, I'd go back and play it again. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, I feel like these two games are games I would like. I'd play Fallen Order, then I'd play Survivor again just mm-hmm. over the course of mm-hmm. uh, a month or something. Yeah. And I would enjoy it. Totally. Yeah, they're great. I agree. Um, Daniel on Twitter, not you. I assume it says I'll I'll copy and paste my review from Metacritic later, but I gave it a 6.5 out of 10, which is an all right score. So yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah. And on Twitter, his Metacritic thing on there is there. So if you want to look at it, anyone, uh, he does go more in depth about the kind of feel of it. If I remember right, he liked it more than Fallen Order, but it still didn't like wow him. Yeah. Um, Which I Mm. can understand. That's fair. Uh, and then Chris on Twitter, finally, last person has, uh, better than Fallen Order. So, uh, again, liking it more. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say our sentiment probably most aligns with Eli's of, we really liked Fallen Order and then we also really liked this. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that is, uh, Jedi Survivor. Yep. Um, <laughs> if you've got other thoughts on Jedi Survivor or want to talk more about it, um, hit us up. You can talk to me on Twitter at StoryEverPod. Um, our 
podcast can be found on uh, anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, there we've got a big backlog of episodes, including one on Fallen Order that we did a couple of years ago. Uh, so go check that out. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast financially, you can uh, at The Greatest Story at patreon.com slash the greatest story ever played there for as little as a dollar per month that will get you monthly bonus access to episodes we do that are more topical in nature so um covering things inside and outside of video games so uh, a little while ago i did an episode comparing tomb raider and uncharted and kind of ranking them uh last summer i watched all of the star wars movies in order <laughs> and then ranked them uh, oh, nice. so there's all that sort of stuff on there so if uh, that sounds interesting go check that out um, if you'd want to support the podcast but can't financially, uh, rating and review us and reviewing us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts would be a big help, or just sharing it with a friend. I think just getting to share these games with people uh, is truly the best part of this, um, getting to do that. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to engage more. Um, and, yeah, uh, that's the episode, and we'll see you next time. See you.